Have you realized yet that your purpose in life is constantly evolving? The thing is, it can only evolve, grow, and expand to the extent you're willing to do the work to heal. That's why I've created a transformative half-day virtual event designed for purpose chasers who want to integrate their authentic selves in every aspect of their life. Together, we're going to co-create conversations around reflecting on current patterns, amplifying your genuine desires, prioritizing fulfillment over the facade of what you should do, and we'll talk about achieving actual tangible results. I believe our work together will have a profound impact on your life as we break you out of autopilot, scale your potential, and set you up to attract everything you say you desire. Plus, this space will be an enjoyable and supportive environment for new connections with like-hearted purpose chasers from all over the world. Together, we will laugh, dance, and maybe cry, but we'll be doing the work together. If this speaks to your soul and you want to detox and release what's no longer serving you so you can live fully in the pillars of redefining wealth, tickets are currently complimentary for this half day of coaching, training, and co-creating a new blueprint for your heart's desires directly with me. So grab your ticket today at patricewashington.com slash soul detox. That's patricewashington.com slash soul detox. The power of my voice and my story saves lives. listening to the Redefining Wealth podcast with Patrice Washington. This is the space that you come to each and every week to learn more about what it means to actually chase purpose, not money. Now, if you are brand new here, you might be asking yourself, what does that even mean? I thought this lady was a personal finance expert. Well, that's the thing. I have been known as a personal finance expert for well over a decade, but here's what I know to be true. When we are not operating in our purpose, it is so difficult to set our financial priorities. And I'm really excited about today's episode in particular and this entire week because I am highlighting women from my signature program, Command the Stage, who are actually using their purpose in a bold way in the marketplace by understanding what it means to use their voice. I promise you, it's all connected and you are in for a treat. So today's guest is my girl, Sana Cotton. Sana Latrice Cotton is the founder and president of Unashamed Inc., a 501c3 nonprofit organization fostering emotional health in disadvantaged families that have experienced incarceration, foster care, and teen pregnancy. Harboring a passion for advocacy work and youth within the foster care system, Sana has worked alongside the Department of Children and Family Services as a QPI champion, that means quality parenting initiative, and is a published author on a mission to liberate others to own their truth, find their voice, and boldly live unashamed. Without further ado, here is Sana Cotton. What's up, Sana? Hello, I'm so excited to be here. How are you? I am so excited. And these earrings, honey. Yes. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Thank you. Oh, vibe. Okay. So, Sana, let me start by asking, how did you find me in the first place? So I actually have a friend who had been um, following you for a while and um, her name is Camille. And she was like, you really need to follow her. 
And so I started following you and I just like fell in love. I fell in love just with your authentic being of who you are and just the power of storytelling and how you have used that to really, really catapult your platform in your business. Yeah, that is the thing I think that gets people a lot when they go, well, how did you do this? How did you do that? I finally own my story. Yes. Like before I was owning my story, I was doing okay. Mm-hmm. But there's something about freaking just telling the truth. Who, who you, <laughs> you know, tell? Say the truth will set you free. Set you free. Mm-hmm. I used to tell a very high level mountaintop, like, oh, I, you know, went to University of Southern California and I graduated with honors and I started this business that became a seven figure business. And now here I am. I want to help you. But I skipped every valley. Yes. When I first started, because I thought that would take away from credibility. Mm-hmm. But when I started to own my story and tell the truth, it actually added to the credibility because then I became more relatable. Yeah, I know that. I know that to be true in my own life. Went through that same experience. <laughs> yeah. So tell us some of your story. So um, for me, I actually grew up in the foster care system. So at the age of four uh, was my first um, encounter with storytelling. And so at the age of four, I was actually being um, trafficked by my mother and my grandmother. And so I have a twin brother. Uh, They were trafficking me and it was going on for quite a while. And then one day I ended up going to a doctor's appointment with my biological uncle for a physical, regular physical and checkup. And at this physical, um, when they went to perform the physical, I began to scream. And that was a red flag for the the doctors and the nurses. And so they proceeded to ask me what was happening. And I told the story that men had been touching me and doing things to me. And um, at that point, of course, the authorities were called, Department of Children and Family were called, and we were placed into foster care. That for me showed me that the power of my voice and my story saves lives, saves lives. And because it saved my own life, because I used my voice to tell my story of what was happening, I was placed into the foster care system. Um, Eventually I was adopted and, you know, I had a a really good life, but I struggled with my identity between, you know, who I thought I was and and who I was trying to be. And it was a big struggle for me. And eventually I had this epiphany that um, if I got married, everything would just magically be okay. And, um, and so I did, I ended up getting married and I met this amazing man who turned out to be the son of a pastor. And so I entered into this first family and for the first five years, I found myself pretending to be someone that I was not and sitting on a pew and doing all the things that you're supposed to do in the first family, being in the women's ministry, kissing the little kids, praying, lap scarf, you name it. I had it down pat. And then God woke me up one day and was like, that is not what I called you to do. And I need you to begin to live unashamed and to tell the story. 
And um, when I began to tell my story of just being trafficked, becoming a teen mom, being in foster care, you know, being a high school dropout, all those different things that were my story, I found that the very people that I thought would support me were the ones that were ashamed of my story and wanted me to keep my mouth shut. And I had to uh, come to this fork in the road where I decided who was I going to to trust? Who was I going to obey? Was it going to be man or was it going to be God? And I chose God. And ever since then, my life has just totally changed. Mm. That is powerful. You said so many things. <laughs> I, I want to get into that big one, though. Am I going to trust God or am I going to trust man? Because I believe that many times we are ashamed of the story or we may feel unashamed, but because we fear the shame other people will have or project onto us, we stay quiet. But like you said in the very beginning that you learned as a little girl, well, my story saves lives. Right. My story has merit, Mm -hmm. but many of us are missing it because we're afraid of what other people will say, think, or how they will react. What was it like to choose God? Like, what what was that like, like in a real, not a philosophical way, but like literally people are now ashamed or feeling some type of shame associated with you telling that story. Did you have to like leave people behind, stop dealing with some folks? What did it look like? So um, it was very hard because when I gave God my my yes, um, he came with some very direct directions and instructions. And um, I first had to go through a healing process, which was one-on-one with he and I, like he had to literally tear me down and then rebuild me so that I would be ready to face those people. And so when I mentioned those people, those people that I'm referring to were very close. They're not just the average church person that you sit in the pew with, or, you know, it was like family members. It was, it was very close people. And so, um, there came many times where I found myself crying out. I found myself begging God to like, take this purpose away. Like, I don't want this. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I had to separate myself on many occasions. I'm married, you know, I'm married. So that caused a little bit of tension in my marriage because, you know, these people are his people. Um, And so it, it became, you know, tense in our marriage and it was a lot of work. Now, when I gave God my yes, and he said, I want you to tell the story, y'all, he meant tell the story. So literally the idea that he downloaded to me was a t-shirt. And the t-shirt on the front said, I have a story that will make you believe in God. The back of the t-shirt was the story. So I was walking into church with a shirt that said I was molested. And the church folks was looking at me like I lost my mind. Like, girl, do you know how hard we work to keep this stuff under the rug? And here you go, just putting it out there on front street. So it caused quite an uproar. Wow. And I remember, um, you know, our last cycle of Command the Stage, you came to Command the Stage live. Yes. And we got to see you on on the stage giving your story in three minutes. And you have one of your shirts on. Yes. And everybody was like, I need one of those with what my thing is on the back. Yes. Because 
that's the thing. It's the testimony. Like I, I sometimes I, I, I'm so confused, especially by people who, you know, say that they're believers or people of faith that we say we overcome by the testimony, but then you want to hush the testimony. Well, how, yeah. well, how are we going to overcome? I thought the point was that, that was that was the that was the baffling part to me um for a very long time that was extremely baffling and so yeah it was tough but because i went through that one on one time with god he prepared me for everything that I was about to endure. And so, you know, I'm not going to say I just walked in there like, you know, superwoman and I didn't, you know, I, I had no fear. I I did it scared. I absolutely did it scared. Um, and I, I joke and I say there was a point where like church people were like my kryptonite, like they were they were kryptonite to me. Um, but I'm so thankful that I took that time to heal first because it certainly prepared me um, and it made my voice even louder. Absolutely. I have a confession to make. My relationship with looking good is so complicated. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like high quality clothes. I just don't like going shopping and I definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices, if you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again. So I was super excited when I found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish, but super easy. When I signed up, I took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle. I'm filming in a few weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new-to-me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, what I also love is that Amwar is woman-founded and women-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So before you even came to command the stage, one of the things I remember about you is that you were actually on the 700 Club. I was like well before. So you were on the 700 club, which is big. I know you guys mm -hmm. already know what that is. Um, and you had already been out sharing your story. So why did you feel like you needed to come to something like command the stage? Oh, so that was, let me tell you guys, command the stage literally was 
so necessary for me. And, and Patrice is right. I was on the 700 club. I had been traveling many places, um, already sharing my story. And in June of 2021, um, my son was involved in a major car accident. And um, there was a lot of stuff that happened in 2021 that was very tough for me. And it was great things and it was scary things, but I've been a storyteller my entire life. So I felt like God had given me this like grace to tell stories and they were always my own personal stories. And then in 2021, you know, I found my biological father's family. I had been trying to find my biological family for years. Um, so that was January. I started out 2021 finding them. By, by June of that same year, my son was involved in this car accident. And it literally stopped me dead in my tracks. Like everything that I did came to a halt. He was in a coma for 43 days, um, literally was a, and is a medical miracle um, of his own. He is, it's, it's, if I told you guys, he, he had 14 surgeries within 30 days. Like it was major. The doctors have said people that come in with that type of injury, they don't even bother working on because they're not, they're not going to survive. Um, but yet he did. And so he came home in August and then I was, you know, I had started, I was sharing the whole story on my social media every single day of what was happening with my son. And it had started going viral and it was amazing for all the prayer and all that stuff. And I was so strong in my faith and like, it was just, it was powerful. And then he came home and I found myself in this place of depression. And I was saying to God, like, I guess that's it. I don't have any more stories to tell. I'm just going to go away and I'm going to just, you know, be quiet. And then I started seeing the emails for command the stage and something was like, you need to do it. And I know, I know it was nobody, but Holy spirit, you need to do it. And I'm, and I was kind of battling with myself because honestly, I had never made that major of an investment into myself. And so I went ahead and I did it and I signed up and I'm going to be honest, you know, I signed up for command the stage. I did not have a real expectation. My expectation of command the stage was what I had seen so many other people do, right? You just get up there, you have recorded videos, you're kind of walking yourself through it. Uh, you might be on a Facebook live teach. And that was it. I was so shocked that we like, had homework, we had a syllabus, we were in classes like every week. Patrice was teaching them live every week. Um, Coach Jatea was live every week. There were other coaches in rooms like there to really help you. And I was like, wow, like this is really worth every single dime. But I was still in a place where I wasn't able to fully give myself to this process because I was still dealing with my son and just different stuff. And so then came command the stage live, the opportunity. And I was like, man, I don't know if I can do this. It will be the first time I leave my son. You know, it'll be the first time I'm really coming back out the house because I had become a, a homebody. And the Lord said, go. And I was like, but I don't feel like I've really given myself in this process. And the Lord said, go. And so I went. And when I tell y'all, I went scared. I went 
afraid. I didn't know what I was doing. I got on a plane. I flew to Atlanta from Connecticut by myself. And, um, you know, I, I just went and I said, I'm going to show up for me. I'm going to show up for me. I'm not going to sit in the back of the room. I'm going to sit towards the front. I'm going to make friends. I'm going to introduce myself to these women that I've been sitting in class with all this time and never really got a chance to know them because of my own stuff. I'm going to do it. And it was the best experience ever. It it literally jump-started my storytelling and it reminded me why I couldn't stop. And every week, I mean, we would be in there, I would end the session and just sit there and cry after because it was just like I had refound my purpose. And it was just, it was amazing. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. And that's so funny because my experience of you at Command the Stage Live was like you were just this big ball of energy in this itty bitty little body sana's so little y'all she's so tiny she but like just but you you present like you're six feet tall how mm. tall are you i'm four nine baby see <laughs> you remind me of rachel luna my girl rachel luna just a firecracker just a bunch mm. of energy and such a big presence in a, in a little package and mm -hmm. until you start sharing some things and then even when you weren't on stage but you know you just shared from the audience at command the stage live never would have thought like mm -hmm. all the things that you were sharing never would have thought that and i'm so grateful that you did feel something and that you did honor it because a lot of times we feel the nudge and the thing is we feel that we have to know what it all is going to look like before we just say yes and I always try to remind people, your soul is aware of what you need well before you are. Right. Well before your logic kicks in, your soul is already yearning. And so you are already being pulled in that direction. That's Because if not, the emails wouldn't mean nothing to you. You just right. look and delete and keep going. But even if you stop and read a paragraph of it, there's something in your soul that's like, hmm. Now, I know you think you know a little something about speaking with purpose. But what you really want to do is command the stage. Listen, the doors to command the stage are officially open and you are invited. I know you have a message that you want to deliver powerfully in the marketplace in 2022. And remember, marketplace could be as an entrepreneur or as a teacher or even as an executive in a boardroom. If you don't know how to tell a story with purpose, with conviction, then you will never move people to action and therefore you won't create transformation. So stop waiting, stop hiding, stop being afraid to tell your story. Join me for Command the Stage and I will show you my framework for what it means and what it takes to truly deliver authentically and powerfully and magnetically. All the details are here, click the link and you will learn more about what Command the Stage entails. And I really just can't wait to be your coach because I know what a difference can be made when we lean into our story and use it to be a blessing to others. I just wanna show you the way, so join me for Command the Stage. So what have you been doing since Command the Stage? What's been going on? Wow, since Command the Stage. So first off, I came home from Command the Stage and I was like, from Command the Stage Live and I was like, okay, well, 
what next? What do I do? Like, you know, you can't, you can't go to something like command the stage and then come back home and just do nothing. Like you, you have to do something. Number one, you have to do it because you know that Patrice is watching your social media and waiting to see what are you going to do? Right. So it's like, you can't just come home and do nothing. So I really began to kind of throw myself back into my nonprofit organization. And a big part of that is me opening my mouth and telling my story. And God had made that very clear to me in advance that the people that would um, donate and that would, you know, give, it would be because they were drawn into my story. And everyone that I, in my nonprofit work, with is people that are like me that have gone through what I've gone through. And so they needed to see the real life me. So I've been doing different, um, podcast interviews. I do a lot of speaking with department of children and family, um, just really trying to get more people involved in the foster care system and stepping up and, and just bringing awareness, um, to the system. And I've started writing a second book, uh, which was, it's taken me forever. So I've been doing that, but um, a big part of it is really just showing up authentically me um, and and really just showing up because for a while I wasn't posting on social media anymore. I just kind of was over it. And um, so I've been, I've been back in gear and just yeah. getting my feet wet again. I love that. Okay, so you know the coach in me. Don't say that it's been taking you forever to write that second book. <laughs> Some people have been sitting on a book for 10 years, Sana. Like, okay, you talking about like six months. Girl, stop. Like, no, that's not forever. <laughs> you know, when I was writing um, my last book, Redefine Wealth for Yourself, I wanted to write it in 2017, 2018. And then life, you know, I ended up in an MBA program and the pandemic and like all, like all these things were just happening. And it didn't come out until my 40th birthday um, mm-hmm. last year in 2021. But that was the best time because there were so many stories that needed to happen. Like there were so many things that needed to happen for it to be what it was supposed to be. Yes. So a day earlier would have been too premature, right? Because there were client testimonies that I shared in the book. Well, I hadn't met those people in 2017, 2018, (laughs) you know. Um, command the stage didn't exist. Purpose the platform didn't exist. Like all the like all the things that I do now didn't even exist at that time. And the book would have quickly become antiquated. So right. you know, you know the coach in me. Give yourself some grace. Yeah, I'm trying. And you know, and I I turned forty in October. So. So I'm really trying to do some things. Um, I've lived a very structured life because of being in foster care and, and trying to control, you know, life. Um, so I've lived a very structured life, which means that I haven't lived life. And so I am taking um, some time leading up to my 40th to do some things on my bucket list. I mean, and there there's there's little things and there's major things like like try sushi, you know, which is very small, but things that I just have never wanted to do. So I'm taking time to do that. And um, I want to mention one other amazing thing that happened at Commander that Patrice probably does not even know um, happened was. I actually met um, my birth uncle for the first time the last day of Command the Stage Live. So remember that he was going to pick you up, right? Yes. And so the my sisters that I made through Command the Stage Live were 
there and able to support me when I met my my biological uncle for the first time at the hotel. And so that was just amazing just to like this happen here. Like there were so many things that, you know, I look back and I'm like, that's why God said go. Like there were so many little things. And I met a good friend, Sophia, um, through yes. Community Safe Live. She's like my CTS best friend. And so, you know, you just make good relationships. And it was, it really was a full circle experience. Oh my gosh, I love that. And and since you mentioned that, one of the things that I have to say to anyone listening, I know sometimes when you're, you know, in pursuit of your purpose when you're unclear, you tend to want to isolate. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I really am just so grateful for, it is a blessing, but the community that we cultivate between command the stage and purpose to platform is literally like no other. Right. Like it is such a beautiful space if you allow. So even if you felt like, well, I was holding back, you know, during mm -hmm. the six weeks of training that is all virtual, and then you came to the live, it was like nothing. It wasn't like, mm, I don't right. really remember her sharing much. I don't, right? And you were active. You were active in the Facebook group. I do remember seeing, mm -hmm. you know, you post and encourage other people, but like, it's one of the most welcoming and inviting spaces where people genuinely want to see you chase purpose. Yes. If you don't have the right heart and the right spirit, you're not even attracted to being in these spaces. And I say exactly. that from the welcome orientation. <laughs> it, it was amazing. Like walking in the first day and like, you know, you're like, oh, Sana, Sophia, Tamika. Oh my gosh. You know, like it, that was, that was so exciting. Like give me a hug. Oh my goodness. You know, and we just a hugging COVID going on, but we didn't care. We was just like, give me a hug girl. Um, we had a we had a good good time. Just just we really really made friendships and and then and then it's the part where you have to remember everybody has a different purpose, right? Everybody has a different business. They have a different audience. So getting to after Command the Stage Live and everyone's on different podcasts and they're pairing up and doing events together and seeing that camaraderie and everybody you know working together to push each other forward is is really something that like money can't buy right you can you money you can't there's not enough money to really buy those type of relationships and those opportunities and so i've had the opportunity to be on podcasts and even people send other people to them like listen i got somebody for your podcast you know what i mean like i got somebody for your event um and i think that that's that's just beautiful you can't you can't just make that up it's something that is just created by being there yeah, absolutely. By getting in the space, whether mm -hmm. that's the virtual space or the physical space, but getting mm -hmm. in the space. Yeah, well, I am so incredibly proud of you. I would love for folks mm -hmm. to know how they can keep up with your work in the nonprofit and what you got going on. Where's the best place for folks to go? The best place is you can go to my website or any of my social media. I am Sana Latrice on all of my platforms. Um, and I am at sanalatrice.com for my uh, website. And from there, you can click right on the link to go to my nonprofit organization's website and see all the amazing things that we're doing there. And Sana Latrice is S-A-N-A-L-A-T-R-E-A-S-E. Cause I want to make sure you don't try to spell it like Patrice. It's not, it's not the same. It's pronounced the same, but it's not the same. Yeah. So S-A-N-A-L-A-T-R-E-A-S-E. 
Um, Sana, thank you so much for being here. Do you have any last thoughts for anyone who's thinking about investing in Command the Stage? They're saying, oh, I've never invested in myself like this, similar to how you felt. Mm -hmm. um, or I really don't know where this is going to go for me. Just what are some last thoughts for them? Last thoughts would be don't overthink it. Just do it. Just do it. And my other thing would be, this is not that. So if you have, like me, been in other things and you're like, no, I felt like that was a waste of money. I want you to remember that this command the stage and command the stage live is not that. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. Yes. And do you think this is not that because I teach it live? Like, what is what is the this is not that? This is not that because you you teach it live, you show up for for all of us. And it's not just you. You have also equipped some other amazing coaches that are just as powerful on their own um, within it. It creates a community and it's not something that after it's over, it's just over. You, it keeps going. These relationships, these opportunities, the things that you've learned, they keep going. So I, I just say this is not that. Like take, take the leap and and make the investment into yourself. You will not regret it. I love that. I haven't heard that yet. So as Sana said, you guys, this is not that. Whatever yeah. that is that you've done before, what I love about Command the Stage at this point is that I do get to teach it live. I do get to do hot seat coaching. I do get to hear and um, experience so many of the stories and see them evolve over time. This is not about you coming in even knowing exactly what you want to talk about. A lot of that gets flushed out through the program. But if you have an idea, an inkling, just a, a notion of what it is you feel called to talk about. Our job is to help you build upon it. Um, and it's not just the skill set piece. So this is not about you use your voice like this at this moment, and then you <laughs> raise your hand when you're going to say that. It's not that. What we do at Command the Stage is so much deeper. And a very big part of it is like Sana said in the beginning, reminding you that your story can save a life. Mm -hmm. Like literally, it doesn't have to be you know, a deep, dark, depressing story, but there is something in your testimony that someone out there needs to hear. Many people out there need to hear. Like you are holding on to something that has the power to bless people immensely. And by doing that, you will be served, you will be fine. Okay. But the bigger thing is you made it through so that you can help someone else make it through. That's how I look at my life every mm -hmm. day. Um, I'm blessed to be a blessing and doesn't matter what the story is or who the supporting characters are. I am willing to tell the story if I know it's going to support others. Like that's just what it is. And before we started recording, Sana and I were talking about, uh, she was even sharing that she was impressed by the fact that I share openly about my divorce journey because so many people who are in a place of influence usually will not say anything until it's like several months or a year past. And now they're, no, I know that I serve women in particular. And I know that women, as we were talking about, need to know like what it looks like to redefine wealth as you move on with your life and you dream a new dream. And how do you keep going? Right. It's bigger than trying to protect or hide or pretend that everything is amazing the way that we connect and relate to the people we're called to serve is to freaking be honest and there's a way for you to be honest and leave everyone with their dignity and that's a part of what we also teach and command the stage so if that 
speaks to you, if that connects to your spirit in any way, remember that your soul knows what you need next. And if you keep going, hmm, ha, going back and forth about command the stage, it probably means that you're supposed to join us because this will be the last cohort until fall 2023. I'm not doing no surprise pop-ups, none of that, okay? Fall 2023 will be the next time you can join. Um, but think about what could happen in the next 12 months if you already had this under your belt. Your life could be barely recognizable. So I hope that um, – if you are on the market for something like this, that you will consider coming into our community, you can go to commandthestage.com for more details. That's commandthestage.com and doors close September 16th. So let's make a decision. All right. Um, thank you so much, Sana, for being here. I love you. So good to see you. Like your big smile, your beautiful <laughs> earrings, the glasses. You're just such a vibe all the time. Thank you. Um, and for everyone else, listen, again, go to commandthestage.com for more details. But until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.